Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are so happy to be back for our third episode. It's been a while. Yes, it has, yes. unfortunately. But we're back and yes. we're ready to get rolling. Can't wait. Yes, I haven't seen you in a while. What are you reading now? So I'm actually reading Dance of, of a Burning Sea by E.J. Mello. Um, it's the second book to the Musai series. Yes. yes, we're actually talking about that today mm-hmm. in this episode. So I was trying to get it done before yeah, this yeah. episode, but you know me, <laughs> I'm like the worst. But I'm it's all good. I'm forty percent in. I'm loving it, but I won't say any more. But that's right. what I'm up to right yeah. now. That's what I'm reading. I'll try to keep that one a little bit spoiled for okay, you, okay. but I won't make any promises. All right, what are you reading? Um, I just started reading, um, I'm reading three books right now. Jesus. I know, it's ridiculous. (laughs) But right now, the one that I'm kind of blowing through is The Never King by Nikki St. Crow. How's that going? I don't know what it is. Maybe I just haven't found the right one. Mm -hmm. But it's another Peter Pan retelling. Oh my God. It's my third one in like a year. Um, what a Peter Pan retelling of the third one it's not part of the series it's the third actual Peter Pan retelling I don't know what it is about me and Peter Pan I don't know I just feel like I haven't found the right one yet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you're just gonna dive into all of them dive into all the Peter Pan retellings (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good so far. It's a super spicy novel, but, mm-hmm. yeah. but you said three, so that's one of three. What are the other no, two? It's literally just one. I meant like three as in like another Peter fucking pan. Oh, one. okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought you meant you, no, you said you were reading three books at the same oh, time. So yes, yeah. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. so one yeah. is a Peter Pan retelling. Yeah, what are the other I'm two? Reading, um, Under the Whispering Door okay. by T.J. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Mike actually bought me that book back in December, and I just picked it up today or a couple days ago. I didn't realize it was signed. Which oh, I was really nice! Cute. I was like, oh, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's pretty good. It's a contemporary fantasy. Um, and what's the other one I'm reading? Oh, I'm listening to um, Fate of Wrath and Flame. Okay. Oh, I forget the author. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay. but okay, but at least we have the title. <laughs> yeah, um, Fate of Wrath and Flame. It's actually really, really good so far. Um, and that's the audio, right, that you're listening I'm to? Like, I have the actual book, mm-hmm. but it's a really big book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I yeah. can't help myself to listening to an audio and doing a Kindle yep. book and doing a physical <laughs> book, so... So you're um, doing all three, an audio, a Kindle, and yeah, a physical yeah. book. Look at That's you. That's the only way I can do it. Because, you know, whether I'm home, mm-hmm. you know, I'll listen, or I'll read the physical book, mm-hmm. and then when I'm cleaning, I listen to mm-hmm. a book, and then the Kindle is for when I'm not home. Okay. You know, easy access. I'm going to have to step my game up. Yeah. Like, you're putting me to shame. But... <laughs> I can say over the summer, that was like me. I was reading like five books at a time. And you were just like, how do you do that? Yeah. But um, with work and stuff, it's just been, it's been crazy. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I can step my reading game up because, you know, I love, I love reading. So I can't wait to get back to it. But let's um, talk our agenda, what we're doing for our episode three. So I know we are going to obviously start off getting some beverages, Mm -hmm. um, trying some wines. Some are alcoholic, some are non-alcoholic. 
Um, we're also going to be playing a game, a book version of Would You Rather, which I'm kind of excited because we don't know what questions we have. Yeah. So we might have the same questions. We might not. Um, but I'm, I can't wait for us to do that. And then like you were mentioning, we're going to be diving into some, um, books that we've read previously that we really like the authors and their stories and we're actually going to be going to a polycon this summer and Super these exciting. two authors are actually going to be there one of them is Ali Hazelwood mm-hmm. who wrote um The Love Hypothesis and I'll be talking about her her story um it's a standalone um I'll be talking about that after and then you are going to be taking over EJ Mello yes, tell us a little bit the Musai series there's two out right now the third one, I believe, is out in the summer. Can't um, wait. So I'll be talking about the first two. Awesome. Yay. All right. So let's get, try. you know, get started trying these wines. Like, everyone knows I'm pregnant, so I'm doing the non-alcoholic one. This is an alcohol-removed wine. Um, it's Frey. Yeah, I think that's what we said. Right, that's what we said. I think Frey, yeah. So it's Frey again. I did their... Oh my god, what was it called? The last one. I don't remember. I don't remember, but the only thing I remember was you saying it smelled like chicken water. Um, But it tasted delicious. I decided to try them again, but this is a white Ziffindale. It's like a pinkish color. Really nice bottle. It smells smells like wine. So I had everyone try it before me. Like, hey, are you sure? Because I'm, you know, I'm... The skeptic here, but I'm gonna try it. You look nervous. Mm. Oh, it's good. Yeah, okay. it's really good. <laughs> they haven't disappointed me. Good. These last two wines by them have been really, really good. Nice. <laughs> look I know. at the I know face you're making. I know. I just can't. I don't believe that it tastes good, but it, it does. It's not bad. It's all good. All right. Yeah, your turn. Awesome. All right, so I'm drinking. It's a white wine from Hardwick Vineyard and Winery, another mass um, winery here. It's called Prescott Pear, and I'm kind of nervous because it's a pear wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like pear, but, I you know, it's not my go-to fruit. So, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah. All right, let's I'll... see. Oh, I guess it's not bad. Oh. Wait. <laughs> Bubble in your throat or something? So what was, was that? <laughs> live reactions, oh people. Live reactions. So it was good at first. It was kind of fruity. And then it just got really bitter. Oh, towards the end. Yeah. So I feel like it's a wine that the more I have it, the more I will like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. More but sips. Yeah. More sips. It smells really good. It smells Does it like smell fruit. like pears? Or just fruit in it general? It does not taste like pears. No pear no, taste. This is not a piece of okay. Pear. I just, I, I guess it's not that bad. It's just a little bitter, and I like mm-hmm. my wine sweet. It has like a yellowy but greenish tint to it mm-hmm. too. And yeah. the bottle's um top is green. It's a nice bottle. It's very pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. There's a tree a with pear. pears on it, and like a pear wagon kind yeah. of thing. It's really cute. I like it. It's really cute. All right, so 
two good wines to okay. get us started. One alcoholic and one non-alcoholic. Okay. Oh, let's get into the game. Okay. I'm so excited. So should we do like you do one, yes. I do one? Like we'll go, okay, back and forth. All right. Do you want to go first? Sure. What's your first question? Okay. Oh my God. I'm nervous. <laughs> so remember this is a would you rather. Right. All right. So would you rather never read again or only be able to read one chapter from every book? forever i would have to say one chapter from every book but yeah because to never read again i couldn't i like it would suck on getting Mm -hmm. like a little glimpse of a world but then imagine not getting any kind of world like at least i could get one chapter and just come up with my own story but like to not even get like a glimpse of a story yeah i would definitely one chapter What's your take on that? I get it, but <laughs> usually the first chapter of most books mm-hmm. is just a bunch of like dumping. Shit. That's like, true. You know, you're That's getting true. to know some people, and sometimes there's too many people, or mm-hmm. sometimes there's too much world building. Yeah. Good point. I don't Good know. point. I guess it would suck never to read again. I just, but to never read I know, again? I know. That would kind of suck. I couldn't imagine. I could, like, you know, I could go a day without reading, maybe two. Yeah. But, like, the rest of my life, I couldn't do that. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think mine are pretty, they're they're not raunchy or anything. Okay. So, they're pretty good. Okay. So, let's start off light. Would you rather only be able to read classics or new releases? Only classics or only new releases? I think I would have to go with only new releases. Mm -hmm. There are good classics out Mm -hmm. there, but a lot of them can be very long and boring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I would go with new. New? Yeah. See, I I went the other way. I went with the classics because I'm always going back to some of my books like Mm -hmm. that I really, really enjoy that are like old and like probably no one else yeah. is reading them again but there's just like something about the nostalgia it brings yeah. like some memories you know so I think classics for yeah, me I'm not a big rereader mm-hmm. see I so. reread all the time yeah. <laughs> makes sense mm-hmm. alright next one Ooh. would you rather secretly love a book that everyone hates or would you secretly hate a book that everyone loves? <laughs> uh, I think it's the first one. Secretly, secretly love, love a book that everyone, everyone hates. hates. Because I feel like that's that's what I do that's now. What I do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, that. <laughs> everyone hates Twilight and that's that's my oh, book. God. Like yeah. that's my series. I love them, you yeah, know. Yeah, that was an easy one. I didn't even say that. <laughs> yeah, like because, right. you know, if I don't like a book, I don't like a book. I mean, I'm not going to lie saying That's that I true. like a book. Like, if I don't like it, I don't like it. <laughs> How about you? I think I would secretly love a book everyone hates. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I do. But I think I would prefer that one. Because mm-hmm. I would say if I didn't like a book. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty honest with them. I'm like, oh, it's not my favorite. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't do it for me. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times, sometimes that happens. Like, it's just... And then I think that's what makes me nervous about recommending books because I'm like, what if you don't like it? Yes. You know? Like, that's, that's... That happens all the freaking time to me. Yeah. I'm so scared to, mm-hmm. like, be like, oh, you should really read this because I really liked it. And then someone is like, what is this? Yeah, you have to know the person. Yeah. Right? You have to mm-hmm. really know them. You do. To recommend something to them. So. Okay. My next question. Would you... Would you rather not be able to buy new books until you finish your TBR? Oh, God. <laughs> or sacrifice that TBR for a new collection of books? Oh, that's yeah. rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I can't give up my TBR. Mm-hmm. I can't because I know I want to read the books mm-hmm. further. That's mm-hmm. why I bought them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what if the new collection isn't that great? It's shit, yeah. And then your TBR was like I know. the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you gave it up. I'm the same way. Let me get through my TBR. Like, I'm going to do that. It's really hard to get through, through it. Yeah, because I'm always buying new ones or downloading yeah. new ones. And I'm like losing track at this point same. of which one I really wanted to read. And this new popular one mm-hmm. everyone's talking about. So it does get kind of distracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always that FOMO. Yeah, you know, definitely. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. I got it. I got to read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. This one's an easy one. I mm-hmm. think I already know your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather read Only Forever, only Enemies forever. to Lovers, okay, or Friends to Lovers? I think enemies to lovers. There's something about like the banter and the back and forth and that high tension that you just know like they they would love to hate each other, yeah. but they really love each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. I would answer the same way. And it always leads to like good spicy scenes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do love friends to lovers mm-hmm. sometimes, but mm-hmm. enemies to lovers is definitely better. I, yeah, enemies to lovers will yeah. always be my go-to. It's, yeah, you it can't. Oh, it's the best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather live inside your favorite book or want your favorite character to be real? Ew, ew no. You wouldn't want I your favorite know. character to be real? I don't like real in like the real world here right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess so. I, I would say no. No. I don't think it'd be the same mm-hmm. if my favorite character from any book mm-hmm. would be real. I think that's weird. I think it would be weird. Yeah. They would probably be like taken away. Because <laughs> you know, my like, half of them would be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> it would be taken away. So yeah. you're saying live inside your favorite yeah, book. I think I th- that's part of like the whole like mm-hmm. magic mm-hmm. behind it, right? Instantly thought of Valerius. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't I want to live there? Who wouldn't? Like, hands down, if it was right. a world that I would want to live in and that's my life, it would be Valerius. Yeah. That is from A Court of Thorn and Roses series mm-hmm. by Sarah J. Mass. So... Um, just the way it's des- described and it being like filled with art and music and good places right. to eat and just the beautiful scenery 
and Starfall. Like, wouldn't why wouldn't I want to experience those kinds right. of things? So definitely, where would where would you go? To Paris. Me? I mean, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Because that's I, once I saw that question, I instantly was like, God, that's like... I mean, there's so many places, like so many books where the places are amazing, mm-hmm. the world building is great, mm-hmm. but I don't know, the top one would have to be Solaris. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like a magical place, like right. stars and mountains and like, right. I don't know, I'm into that kind of thing, so mm-hmm. I feel like it would just I be agree. beautiful. I agree. Awesome. All right. Ooh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. I have a good one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be the cereal's mate? Okay. Or camel's mate? (laughs) Cereal is from Akatar. Akatar. And then cow is from Throne of Glass. Mm -hmm. Side note, I absolutely hate cow. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why he's part of this question. <laughs> I think it would be... Oh, shoot. Uh, cereal, right? Yeah. The, I don't know how to say it. Like, cereal, cereal. Cereal, cereal, cereal. Him, because he has all the tea. Like He, he does. He knows all the gossip. Yeah. He knows the ins and outs of everyone's lives. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. You'd have great conversations. Great conversations. Good pillow talk. Yeah. Yep. But Cal, you'll just hear a bunch of whining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Same answer. Yeah, We're definitely. Here. Here. All right. Okay. Uh, read. Would you rather read one book in a year and remember everything or read a hundred books and remember nothing? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would go with one book and remember everything. I don't want to forget any of the books mm-hmm. And that could, that's, I, some of these books morph in my mind sometimes. They do. And I have to, especially if it's like, the, it's like similar tropes mm-hmm. or like similar kind of like storylines right. or like, not plots, but like, there's just, you know, a lot of, a lot of books do sound alike. Yes. Um, yeah. Just like certain aspects or like, yeah. Like, enemies to lovers kind of things. You know who the enemy is. You know who the lovers. You know how this is going to end kind of thing. So, yeah, I would have to say I would want to, like, remember everything, too. Yeah. And, like, when I read three books at once, like Mm -hmm. I'm doing now, they're all different genres. Mm -hmm. They're never the same. Mm -hmm. So, that's why I can remember all Mm -hmm. three of them, Mm -hmm. reading them at the same time. So, I would definitely go with the one book per year. think a bad book with amazing characters really i think so because i i i get drawn to the characters and their mm-hmm. lives and stuff so sometimes the plot could be shit yeah but like if you have a good character that i'm gonna think about then that's that, a good point yeah good i point. i think it's definitely the characters yeah, i was thinking the opposite mm-hmm. like i love a good story but mm-hmm. you're right if you have really bad characters then is the story really it's worth it? It's just story. a story. Yeah. No, I like 
I like having those characters and like them finding themselves or getting yeah. through something and like their inner turmoil and stuff. Right. Like I, I just I don't know. You have a good character, you're gonna think about that character. That's true. I feel like sometimes you think more of a character than sometimes the story itself. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely character for true. me. All right, last question. I think right. Oh, I have two more. But you have two more? If you only have um, one, we can just... Did I tonight. skip one? I don't know, girl. Oh, yes, I do have two. Okay. Um, Would you rather read a book with no ending or a book where you have to create the ending? Oh, no. I can't create the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so bad at that. But imagine a book with no ending. I know, but... For me to try to create it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I w- it would always end the same. <laughs> if I'm like, they, live, mood, they live, they live happily exactly. ever after. If oh, everyone mood. dies. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm a mood reader, so that's exactly what would happen. It okay. Would be everyone dies, or my favorite characters die, or everyone lives happily ever mm-hmm. after. I think for me, I would have to create the ending because, like, not having an ending. I think I, that would just piss me off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, what do you mean? a cliffhanger. Yes. It's oh, like, no. That would really suck, mm-hmm. but I would, I'm not, I would not be able to do that. Oh, that makes me think of a different question now. Like, <gasps> oh. imagine, like, a cliffhanger. Like, would you want to be left on a cliffhanger or no ending at all? Oh, no. I would do the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I over cliffhanger no where like the series never goes <laughs> where anywhere. They just stop. They just oh stop. My God. They well, just stop. That's basically no ending at all because <laughs> they didn't wrap it up. Yeah, that's oh true. That's true. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> it definitely would be. Jesus. Oh, I'm traumatizing myself. Yes, you are. <laughs> all right, so next one for me. Let's go. Um, ooh, would you rather be? Part of the Six of Crows gang <gasps> or the Harry Potter trio? Oh, fuck. Six of Crows. Yeah. Six <laughs> of Crows. They're too. so freaking badass. They're like, fun. They, we would have so much fun. I mean, I'm obviously going to get beat up half the time because right. they're always getting into a fight and good. getting hurt and nearly dying or something, yes. but... I mean, we're going to have fun doing it. Right. <laughs> if you guys don't know, The Six of Crows is part of the Shadow and Bone series. Yes. We both read that together with a group of our friends last year, and it mm-hmm. was amazing. We actually started the um, last year around this time. Oh, yeah. We started reading all of them to get in line with the show starting yeah. because it started in April. So we were like, oh, if we start March 1st. And read all the books. Yeah. It would finish by the time That's um, true. the show started. And I loved the show. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, and I love that the Six of Crows were part of it. Mm-hmm. Even though they weren't at the beginning of Shadow and Bolt. It's, it's hard to explain through. Yeah, like, maybe we could do an episode yes, we could probably the do whole it. series together. Yes. 
and God, clean. You should see her face right now. <laughs> yeah. And they started filming season two. They I'm did. so excited. I know. I'm and the so characters excited. that they added. Oh yes. my gosh. I just okay. Think about that series. So yeah, maybe I we'll do an episode on that. Yes, we're we're we'll definitely have to do that because it it was something we really enjoyed yeah. too. And all of our friends got into it. Yeah. We even had all our husbands watch the show, yeah. and like we were so excited about it. I think I binged it in like a day. Yeah. The, uh, the show, so yeah, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> so my last question is, would you rather bend corners or only highlight? Which are oh. both <gasps> oh, something cringe. I hate. Cringe. I hate, but, I would never destroy my books, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I had to. Which one oh would you do? God. Oh, fuck. I guess I would bend the corners because. Hopefully, eventually, I could fix them. Mm-hmm. Highlighting, you're totally ruining yeah. your book. I don't know how people highlight or even no. write in the margins or, no. like, cross out things. Like, I've seen other people, like, on TikToks or on videos with, like, mm-hmm. full highlights or saying, no. I can't believe, like, writing into it or, like, crossing things out because they hated that scene or something. I'm like, <gasps> I can't do it. Nope. I couldn't. No, not like, even if I had an extra book, because I have multiple copies of some books, mm-hmm. and I just can't do it. I couldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I tab my books. That's about it. Mm-hmm. All right. I used to doggy ear, like bend the corners oh, back in the oh. day. <laughs> and then as I started collecting books, I was just like, I don't think that's a good look. No, it's not a good look <laughs> at all. Just tab them. Yes, tab yes. Them. They come off easy. They don't stick. That's true. Yeah. And you could color coordinate it. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right. My last question. Mm-hmm. Would you rather sleep with oh, yes. get it spicy. <laughs> the apparat from Shadow and Bone oh. <laughs> or Voldemort? Ooh. <laughs> now, if you have not read Shadow and Bone, the apparat is a stinky old priest yeah. or whatever. That it's smells like, like mildew. Lee Bardugo does a really good job of describing him, and we all felt that he was just like, like a disgusting, gross old man. Oh, just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I guess it'll be Voldemort. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but he's so I, gross too. He looks slimy. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god! But like mildew. I know. And okay, like yeah. they, smelling she that would be smelling really that, yeah. and then like hopefully Voldemort doesn't stink. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know, but he was like dead, and now he's alive. He lo- was dead. He was like that, like gross little like yeah, deformed thing. And either either one is terrible. It is, but you gotta pick. I one. guess less. I I would go Voldemort. Yeah, I think I would probably go Voldemort too. Yeah, I couldn't. Mildew, and then she said like his teeth were black or something. Like, yeah, no. Okay. I would have to deal with the guy with no nose, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I don't know. That was fun. I love that. That was a lot of fun. If you have any would you rather questions, please comment with this um episode or tell us what your answers would be to some of these questions because this. This was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm I happy we didn't know each other's questions yeah. and we didn't repeat any of them. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty exciting. All right. So now we're going to get into our books Yay. that we enjoyed. 
especially by authors we're gonna be meeting in the summer this summer so i'm super super excited I'm excited i can't wait all right so the first story is a standalone like i said and it's by ali hazelwood and she wrote the story the love hypothesis and i really enjoyed this story it was a great like um fake dating it had um some good banter and just like it was just a really good quick read good story had some really high and low moments but um I really enjoyed it so the love hypothesis um story centers around Olive Smith who's a third year PhD candidate um who gets into a, a sticky situation now just to give you some background context um she was dating this guy, Jeremy, for a little bit, but she knew she wasn't into him and they were just weren't a good fit, but she noticed that there was kind of chemistry between her and her best, him and her best friend. Mm. So she dumps him and she's like, I think he's going to ask her out and I'm totally okay with it. Well, Jeremy does. He okay. asks her, her friend out. And girl code, girl code is no. Like, you're not going to say yes to, you know, one of your friends, ex-boyfriends kind of thing. Even though they didn't date long. Okay. I, I forget how long they dated. It wasn't very long. And like I said, she, she wasn't into him from, like, the beginning. I think she just did it but just to be in, like, a relationship. I don't really remember that much of it. But I just know she wasn't into him. And there was no real storyline between them. Okay. So that's the background. She definitely knew they were in a match and she knew that her, him and her best friend would be great together. Okay. Now, enter the sticky situation. She wants her friend to date this guy, right? So what does she do? She lies about dating someone and she tells her friend, hey, I'm going out on a date. Do you know... Just trying to get her to, like, see that she's moved on okay. in the hopes of, like, okay, she's moving on. She really wasn't into him. Maybe it would be okay if I said yes to this date with Jeremy. So her friend wants to date him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's def You could definitely tell, like, they both are into each other, mm. but just because of girl cold, she's just like, I can't do that, that to my friend. Okay. So, Olive wants to convince her friend it's okay to date him and that she's already dating someone else. So, cue her dilemma. She's in the lab working late, even though she said she was on a date. And who's walking down the corridor but her best friend? So, she's like, oh, shit. She's oh, going to know I'm not on a date. So, she grabs some random dude that was standing there and kisses him. Oh, boy. But it's not a random person. It's this hot shot professor, young professor, Dr. Adam Carlstein. And Adam is, from what it, what, how she describes him, he's kind of not liked. Well, he isn't liked. His students hate him. He's okay. an asshole. He's not very kind. He's like a no shit kind of guy. Okay. Like, get your work done. Or you're getting failed kind of thing. So he's like, just standing there like, 
do I need to fill out a sexual misconduct <laughs> fucking report okay. because you're kissing a professor? Is you know, I don't even know you kind of thing. And Olive is mortified. She's like, I'm about to lose. Wait, did she not know that he was No, it, n- not until she like realized oh, who she was kissing. Okay. She just grabbed him oh in God. the hall, kissed him. She's got some balls. Yeah, to kiss some <laughs> random dude. Well, he wasn't random. It was a freaking professor. So her friend leaves, you know, after she kisses him. Mm -hmm. She looks over. Her friend isn't there. She finally looks up because he's, you know, the six-foot, muscled, young professor. And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) So she's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose her candidacy. Like, she's just, like, scared. And he's like, you know... I could file a report on you kind of thing. But he kind of needs her at the same time. Why? Because the university is freezing all of his, like, funding for his mm-hmm. research because they they feel like he hasn't committed to the university or the location of the university. Like, he hasn't dated anyone. He hasn't formed any roots. Oh, I see. Okay. So they're like, why are we going to keep funding someone who can just up and leave at any time? We want someone who's committed to the university. So Olive wants to pretend she's dating someone. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of needs someone that he can say he's dating and building roots. So what do they do? They come together with an agreement. Like, for the next couple months, we'll pretend we're dating We'll go on these Wednesday coffee runs so people can see us together. And anytime the university is holding any functions, you'll come with me kind of thing. So, of course, there's tension there. Of course, Olive, you know, has more feelings. Adam isn't one to express his feelings. So she doesn't know that he actually likes her too. So, of course... Cue in awkward moments, fake, you know, kissing in front of people, but really feeling more to it than that. So it's all that angst and like, just just say you like each other. Like, why go through this process? So it's really, really cute. I really enjoyed it. Um, I love how Olive was like this nerdy, smart, you know, woman. But so smart that you're kind of naive, especially when it comes to, like, relationships. Just because Mm, she's dedicated her life to her academics because um, she actually lost her mom to cancer. So the research that she's doing for her PhD is in regards to the cancer her mom had and trying to find um, early screening to it. So she's dedicated her life around this. So like dating wasn't really important to her. So I really liked that, you know, she's trying to find herself while also still focusing on her goals. And what I liked about Adam was that he wasn't liked and he was standoffish. And he was like that brooding Mm -hmm. hunk, you know, that you're like, come on, show us some feelings. Yeah. And, like, he's only nice to her, but mean yeah. to everyone else. Oh, like, is it, isn't that, that cute? <laughs> so, I really, really liked it. Um, obviously, there's even more drama um, 
where Olive, you know, she's trying to get um, placed in um, a college that will give her funding to further her research and her screening and stuff. So, Quinn, um, Adam's best friend, Tom, who's like, oh, you can come to Harvard and I'll fund you. But Tom is a low life. He's Damn. A, yes, okay. he is a piece of shit. Like I hated Tom. I knew something was wrong. He's the type that will take you under his wing mm-hmm. and take all the credit oh, okay. for any research you Good did. Matters. He tried to blackmail her and like almost like assaulted her at one point. Like you know, use his like masculinity against her kind of thing. And try to blackmail her. Like, I'm Adam's best friend. Who do you think he's going to believe if you try to tell him, I'm doing this to you kind of thing? Gagged. <laughs> and what he didn't know was when they had this big, like, epic, you know, fight, mm-hmm. it was being recorded because they were at a conference where she was giving, you know, her speech on her research and she wanted to record it for another professor. To share out to other colleges to in the hopes of getting someone to like pick her up and you know fund her stuff. So she recorded everything. So now she had this proof but she was still scared like would Adam still believe me kind of thing. And of course he does. He comes to her rescue. But it's like it's just a good book. Like I really really enjoyed it. Um, Pearls for me was just women in science. A smart woman who was dedicated to her academics and her goals. Um, I love the character banter. I love the friendships that were in the story, especially Mm -hmm. between Adam and his other best friend, Holden, who was another professor at the school. And what I loved about that friendship was Adam is your average, you know, straight male and Holden was um gay and they went to prom together when they were in high school so adam was and he was like all for it he was like yeah i went to prom with him so what kind of thing so like he never questioned his own masculinity by Mm -hmm. having you know someone who dated the same sex you know so like i really like that aspect of the story the spice towards the end girl was it good the spice (laughs) so Adam is this brooding, mean guy. So, he took some dominance. I was going to say, does he take that to bed? Yes, he definitely did. I um, Even Olive says, he kisses like a man starved. <laughs> okay, so, Olive. <laughs> okay. And then, okay. I love this part. It made me, like, blush. But there's a part where she's like, I don't think... It's gonna fit, kind of thing. And he's like, "You can." He's like, "You can take it." And I was like, "Adam, Adam, where is this coming from?" That's good. All right. So like, it had some really good spice in it. Nice. And I love that Olive wasn't this overly sexualized person. She actually thought she wasn't sexual at all, and she didn't Mm -hmm. think she could ever feel those feelings. But she just needed the right person, and that was Adam. I guess um, my cons would be like being so smart, you're you're naive, you know. It's like, come on, girl, get it, get together. it together. Yeah. Or like being 
like gullible or not knowing your worth because the whole time she's like I don't know if my research is good enough or like if anyone's gonna take me and like just being proud of like what you're doing so I you know I think that part of it was a con but yeah. overall I really really liked the story awesome. I really yeah. liked it so good job Yay. <laughs> What would you rate it? That's important. Um, I would definitely give it like maybe four wine glasses because nice. I really enjoyed it. It was something I, you know, it was a fake dating, but I've never had something centered around like women in science and mm-hmm. academic and like a college, you know, romance kind of thing. Yeah. Like I've read college romances that were like 19, 20 year olds. It was never a PhD student, yeah. you know? So I, I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to meet her. But yeah, I liked Are gonna it. going to be the next one? Isn't there a book too? Or is so that completely separate? This is going to be a completely separate story. And I actually put in to try to get the arc on it. Oh, nice. Haven't heard back. But I would love to read it. Because I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I would enjoy that one too. Yeah. Good. But yeah. That's, awesome. That's book one. All right. So... <laughs> We're going to move into mm-hmm. the Musai series. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this. Um, the Musai series was written by E.J. Mello. Yes. Yes. and she, We love her. Yeah. She, like, it was super quick how much I actually fell in love with the series. Mm-hmm. You read it sometime, like, last year or something. I think like I that, read right? book one over the summer, and okay. I really liked it. Yeah. And then you read both of them before I even got to reading the yeah. second one. Because it was like back to back for me. I yeah. I mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Musai series, right now there are two books out, Song of the Forever Rains and Fancy for Burning Sea. The third one comes out this summer when we will be meeting her. Yes, I can't wait. Um, and super fun fact, she dedicated these books to her sisters, which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. So each one is dedicated to each sister. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a dark romantic fantasy. Um, book one, I, do, I don't know. I feel like it was more YA. It definitely there's like a mm-hmm. sex scene somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But otherwise, but even like even bad. that was very mild. It was yeah. very PG. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we kind of did it kind of thing. It yeah. wasn't like very detailed, detailed or, or like explicit yeah. or anything like that. And I think coming off of reading so many smutty books that I was just like, oh my God, there's no like big spice, yeah. you know? So it was just like, oh, okay. But it was good. But it was good. It was, like a good, it was a good book. book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So and book two is a little steamier. Yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> so excited to hear that because just the tension <laughs> that I'm feeling, it's freaking and even some of the flashbacks of like how they're describing when they were with each other, like oh. The way the the curve of her body <laughs> against yeah. mine and stuff, but I can't think about yeah, it. It's kind of the slow burn. Yes, really yes. I, I'll have to say it's not crazy mm-hmm, spicy, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a little more detailed than the. First okay, one. okay. I'm I'm it's for it. Fun. Okay. All right. So this series is about three sisters who mm-hmm. have this like ancient power yes. or whatever, mm-hmm. and the world they live in, Adalor, is. Like, I guess all the power is, like, going away. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of people have power. So, it's a big secret if you do have do the have power. Do have it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so these three sisters are known as the Musai, and they go into the Thief Kingdom as the Musai sisters, but no one knows who they are in real life, mm -hmm. which is outside of the Thief Kingdom. And each sister has their own power. So one sister is like a siren, so she all her powers are connected to songs. The second sister is connected to dance, and then the last one is just music, so mm -hmm. like instruments and stuff. Yeah, I think like it's the it's like the cello or violin or something that she yeah, plays. Yeah, something like that. I, th I feel like it's like a violin. Is it a cello? Is a cello and a violin the same thing? No, right? A cello is a big standing up one, I and then the so. violin. The violin is like a handheld. Yeah. I, it's one of those two, though. Right. Yeah. Because I yeah. know it's something about, because I remember it was something like she grabbed the neck card and played oh, the strings. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So it has to be one of those. And I think it's on the cover, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So they perform in the Thief Kingdom, mm -hmm. and their magic is basically like a drug. It's like mm -hmm. euphoric, and they can entrance people um, to do things and control them. Mm -hmm. um, so the first book, Song of the Forever Reigns, is by, is focused on the younger sister, yes. Lakira. They mm -hmm. call her Lark. And she's the siren, so her magic is controlled, or is manifested in song. Mm -hmm. Her voice. Um, yes. So it starts off in her Lyran fast, which is like a coming of age. Mm -hmm. So their dad, in order to train them to be assassins and thieves or mm -hmm. whatever, he sends them off on their own right before mm -hmm. coming of age mm -hmm. for like a month to live like on their own. Like a big mission magic. kind yeah, of like thing on their own. On mm -hmm. their own, they have to figure it out. So on the end of Lark's Lyran fast, she meets this guy, Darius, who's being robbed. So she like saves him and then they go in their own ways. Mm -hmm. She is then given her first mission to pose as like a potential bride mm -hmm. to the Duke of Lachlan, and his name is Hazar. And if you hear that, <laughs> you should have seen her face. Okay, so I hate say it. Hazar, mm -hmm. and you think gross. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so she has to pose as his bride because the Thief King is he thinks that the duke is siphoning magic mm -hmm. so people who have no magic um they take this drug and it gives them powers, uh, powers or yeah like that. mild so, powers but it's a mm -hmm. drug basically yeah. you get addicted to it right so he wants to figure out who's giving him this drug in order to give him magic yeah because technically it's only supposed to be taken in the thief kingdom right it's not supposed to leave but someone like you said is siphoning it to the duke's the land duke. the duke's land and he's just like hold up who's doing this <laughs> right so she obviously has to do it she can't deny it she goes off to pose as his bride and she spends a lot of time with darius mm -hmm. darius the one she saved in the beginning of the book is actually the Duke's stepson. stepson. Mm -hmm. So he has his own motives. He just wants to take care of his land and his people because they're poor mm -hmm. and the Duke is pretty much an asshole. He's, and he loves his people. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the Duke did, wasn't born into being the Duke. Mm -hmm. He married Darius's mom and mm -hmm. that's how he became the Duke. So he's not giving the people of the land their dues, like their mm -hmm. money, their mm -hmm. um, food or whatever. So they're all poor. And Darius has been going like undercover, like mm -hmm. helping his people, like 
helping them like when like um i think it was like a wagon was broken he went and fixed it and like he'll just like taking food from like his his home home. Mm -hmm. and then hiding it so he can bring it to his people Mm -hmm. like so he's a super decent guy so Larkira figures this out eventually, and so their missions kind of intertwine. So he doesn't really trust her because he doesn't really know what he's what she's doing there. Mm-hmm. He thinks that she's just there to be the Duke's bride mm-hmm. or whatever. But eventually they figure out their um, missions are kind of intertwined, and they should really be working together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely some abuse happening with the powers, which is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple, but I'll talk about this one scene where um, the Duke is sitting with Larkira and Darius at the dinner table, and they bring out this soup, and Darius, <sighs> I know, he is allergic to something that's in the soup. So he's like, I don't want to eat this. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. And the Duke is like, well, you're embarrassing me in front of that woman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, telling him you need to fucking eat and Darius is like well no I'm not going to mm-hmm. so he manifests his power via this drug mm-hmm. and controls everyone in the room so the power just doesn't focus on one person it focuses on everyone mm-hmm. in the room so he makes Darius eat this soup even though he's allergic to it so he's like eating it and eating it and mm-hmm. he's pretty much dying because Mm -hmm. of it getting like a huge allergic reaction right so larkira because she has powers she can't she isn't being controlled Mm -hmm. so she had to pretend like she is like Mm -hmm. she is and she's just sitting there watching it being destroyed over the fact that he's doing this to his son Mm -hmm. and this is just like one of the first first yeah that happens Mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy um so eventually she starts to fall in love with him they fall in love with each other there's a little mild sex scene mm-hmm. towards the end. And then they figure out eventually who's been siphoning, which is the pirate, Allos. Mm-hmm. Um, this drug to the Duke. And it's a happily ever after kind of ending for mm-hmm. this first one. Um, I thought it was really, really good. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really, really good. So, like, they capture the Duke. Like, he's... Does, doesn't he, like... I think he kills himself. Yeah, he yeah, like, like he doesn't he himself. like like he goes crazy. Yeah, and that's the problem. They want to control who takes this drug because too much of it will make you go crazy. Yeah, so that's why they kind of contain it to the thief kingdom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the thief kingdom sounds like it's a bad place, but it's really it's not. it's not. It's controlling the chaos. I think yes. they they said it was. Yeah. Like, you know, there's good and there's evil, but even mm-hmm. with the evil, that has to be controlled. Right. And that's what the Thief King is kind of doing. He's like, okay, here's where all the rebels and, you know, thieves go mm-hmm. to do their... And people with magic. And people with magic to do their worst mm-hmm. so that it's not happening anywhere else. Right. This is where you come to do your debauchery or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's like he's actually because at first I was like, oh my god, he's like a bad guy, but really, he's not. Yeah. So the thief king is actually the Musai's father. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even mention that. Yeah. So in the let's say human world, the mm-hmm. the world where there isn't much power, they're just you know a regular family yeah. with a lot of money. But in the Thief Kingdom, they're known as the Musai, 
and and the thief king, but no one knows that the thief king and the Musai are related. Right. These are just his, you know, sorceress yeah. crew. You know, these are the the three women he 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 uses to, you know, lure people and persuade yes. people and even kill people. Yes. But no one knows their relation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That brings us to Dance of a Burning Sea, mm-hmm. which is my favorite. <laughs> I loved it too. So Celise um, is halfway through it, so I'm gonna try to keep this one super quick, okay, and not give too many spoilers. Mm-hmm. So Dance of a Burning Sea is actually the middle sister's story, Naya. Yes. She's my favorite. I was just about to say <laughs> that. I said even like book one. You could tell she's like a hot-headed yes, kind of like yes. person. So I'm like, ooh, I, I kind of want to know more. But also, I want to know more about the oldest sister because I feel oh. like she has the most secrets. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. For that one. So, mm-hmm. soon enough. So, Naya, she, like you said, she's a hothead. She's got a lot of anger issues mm-hmm. and everyone wants to. Maybe find that's out. why I like her because right? I'm like similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's about her and then um, Aloe's the pirate. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm the middle sister. So, yes! Oh my god, no wonder I like her so much. She's me! So, <laughs> so it's about Aloes, and he, right at the beginning of the book, he sends his guys out to kidnap her. Mm-hmm. So, um, he brings her on to, and remember from the first book, he's the one who's been siphoning the magic to the Duke. Mm-hmm. So, he brings her on to his ship, and he basically wants a pardon from the Thief King because he's been hiding out mm-hmm. because of what he did. Yep, and the Thief King is ready to kill him. Yes, so he wants a pardon, so he decides to kidnap Naya. They make binding bets. And basically, she has to work for him for a whole year. Mm-hmm. I hope you're at that part already. I yeah, yeah. Are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she has to work for him for a whole year. They make the binding bet because he was like, if your sisters don't find you yes. in like three days or whatever, you're indebted to Actually, me for a year. She chose the three yeah, days. Yeah, she chose like the three days. days. Yes. He was like, yes. how long? And she was like, oh, they'll come get me yep. in three days. He's like, wait, uh, are you sure, are you sure about that? Days? And, and she, she said, like, yeah. Because she's addicted to bets and yes. gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and she thinks she's right about everything mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, now she has to work for him for a whole year. Um, did, did you get to the Ezra part? Um, the underwater kingdom? Not underwater okay. kingdom. I got to where she he uses her to find uh, yes bond so i'm up to that part Mm -hmm. so i love barter bay Mm -hmm. so this story is focused around adventure yes they Mm -hmm. go to different areas um called ezram barter bay and then there's this giant um land that they go to as well that's where i'm Um, at where they're about to go there and like uh, his like second in command or whatever is yeah. like our crew is not gonna be happy about this okay. and that's where okay, where I am. Okay, <laughs> so Barter Bay is super freaking cool. It's mm-hmm. like this island of ships huddled together. So there's no land. It's just ships. It's and just ships like piled mm-hmm. on each other. Mm-hmm. So you could go there and shop or mm-hmm. go to a bar mm-hmm. or go to brothel brothels. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called or mm-hmm. whatever? And he Alos actually uses Naya to 
use her powers on this woman who has who has this gem or knows where this well, gem a was. gem was a yeah. stone stone that's mm-hmm. what it is um so she basically has to dance for her so she basically gives her a lap dance yeah and mm-hmm. he's watching like a creep yes in the background <laughs> i think that was like my favorite that was, scene like, so far scene. i was like i absolutely because the way he was scene. like oh i i've seen her dance before yes. but not with this much mm-hmm. skin showing yes. and i'm like oh and he's getting a little yes mm. that was like one of my favorites yes i love barter bay i love mm-hmm. the world building in this story mm-hmm. it's so good um so i won't go too deep into it but basically there's a lot of adventure there's a lot of slow burn yeah i kind of like that slow burn so yes. i'm so excited and it's throughout the whole entire book yes because they go back and forth with these memories mm-hmm. because, oh, you forgot to say that um, he knows her identity because oh, no yes. one knows the Musai's yes. identity. So right in the beginning mm-hmm. when he kidnaps her, mm-hmm. we figure out that he knows and that's what he's bartering for. Like yeah. His pardon or he's going to tell the world who the who Musai, the Musai are. are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how he gets her to work for him for a whole year or yep. whatever. Um, so they have to keep their identities, you know, they They can't have, you know, people knowing who they are. There's so much more to this story and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go into it too much further because I really want you to finish it. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. For you. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we spoil here on the, on the show, Mm -hmm. but this one's a really, really good one. And I just want to, um, I'm super, I'm super excited because like I said, there is this like intensity and the slow burn and I'm like especially during that scene when she's basically giving this woman a lap dance and she's in her green corset and her skin is showing and Alos has has his own power and even he's letting down his guard of his power and feeling the heat of her magic because you know her her magic is centered around dancing but fire as yeah, well. Yeah, like manifests fire, mm-hmm. but his is more like cold, cold and, and water. water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait for you to get to like his real story. And I'm, I'm so, I, I know he's doing what he's doing for good reasons that no one knows, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I want to know. I hope it's good reasons. <laughs> I wish I could talk uh, about it. But and then, and then, and then, like, the stones, because he had, like, a stone on his pinky ring, but mm-hmm. he could, and then now he's, you know, he took the ring, the stone off of the ring, but where is that, why did he take it off of the ring, and now he's looking for this other stone, and he's like, you know, no one can know I'm looking for these stones, and I'm like, what is it for? Like, is is he trying to save his family that he left? Is he trying to, like, I don't know. Does he have a child out there that I don't know about? Yes, I, like, I have to find out. Oh, my God. I have so many theories and stuff. And, like, I know they're going to end up together just because it's, like, water and fire. And it's, like, come on. It's, it's just going to create steam. Come on. It's going to be yeah. great. I can't wait. I won't say anymore, but that's good. Those two books are amazing. EJ Mello has become like an automatic author buy for me. Yes, she is amazing. Yeah. Um, shout out to her because we really do love her stories. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to meet her. 
Um, the covers of her book are, are <gasps> oh, beautiful. Oh, I brought it in. Do you, her, wanna, do you wanna talk about it? Do you wanna like explain Like her how they covers look? are just beautiful. So Song of Forever Reigns. Obviously, Lark is in the in the front. It's blue. It has some golds and yellows. There's leaves around it. Lark looks like she's holding up like a um like a bird is flying into her hand. It's just a beautifully designed book. Mm -hmm. I actually I want them to come out in hardcover. I do too. That's why I haven't purchased the you know, know the physical books yet, just because like I I can't I want it in hardcover. I know, but I I needed it because I knew I wanted her to sign mm -hmm. them. So do you want to describe book two's yeah, book so cover? Yeah, so Dance of a Burning Sea. It's um Naya in the front cover, of course, and she almost looks like a flamenco dancer because mm -hmm. you know she's dancing in the front. And they're in the background. It's what do you call that? The steering part of the ship. Uh, oh god, I sound like a dum-dum. <laughs> uh, so, you, how the pirates steer their ship, it's in the background. Yeah, her. what is that called? I don't know. There's a fire around the edges, and then there's two ships at the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. And the whole book is red. It's like red burgundy-ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the next one, I did a cover review on, on my Instagram, and it's all green. <gasps> And it's mm. Arabessa, the third sister, mm -hmm. which I can't freaking wait. I can't wait. wait. And you know that's going to be like some high-intensity slow burn I between know. her and, um, yes. what's his name? Oh, oh my God. God. I'm having a brain fart. Sorry. So am I. My but it's someone that they grew up with. Like, he lost his parents and, like. He now works for the Thief King. Mm -hmm. He's, like, the second in command or whatever. Yeah. And you could tell there's, like, little hints of slow burn. Yeah. In there. Yeah, because the way like they look at each other or talk, so like I'm I can't wait for that one. But I'll definitely finish book two of this of this. Wait, let's rate it before we Oh yes, what are you rating? So the first one, Song of the Forever Rains, I think I'm gonna go with four glasses of wine. Okay. And then the second one, Dance of Burning Sea, it's my favorite. Five, so it's gonna be a whole bottle of wine. I absolutely love it. It is really, really good. Yeah. So, and I would have to agree with your ratings. I think four is a great r rating for book one. And so far, I'm 40% in, and it already got three bottles from... <laughs> three bottles? I mean, three, <laughs> three, three glasses. glasses. Look at me. <laughs> three glasses from that little dance, lap dance thing <laughs> she was dance, doing. Yeah. Like, because the way he felt, and like, she knew what that he was looking. She knew what she was doing. Because he even says when she ends her dance, she looks straight at him. Because he's just looking through a peephole. Yeah. She knew he was there. And she looked dead at him. Yeah. Like, I know. It's hot. I, I know. It's hot. Yeah. Just what, go read yes, it. It's yes. Yes. So, I can't wait. So good. So good. Oh, I'm so happy we're back. I know. And I'm so happy we're doing this. Um, to our listeners, thank you for being so understanding and bearing with us. We will be back to, you know, our usual, you know, weekly, weekly um, podcast. Hopefully no other hiccups happen. But, you know, we are moms. We do have, you know, children and lives. And we're just hoping that everything aligns. Yes. <laughs> and we can keep this up. But um, thank you again for everyone just supporting us. We hope you like this episode. It's really exciting. We hope you give these authors a chance and read their stories because they're really good. And tell us what you think. Yes. 
um, comments, DM us, let us know. We would love to know what your, you know, would you rather question um, answers because that was really fun. Yeah, um, but we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Yes.